Good evening, team. It is the open office of Monday, the 12th of September 2022, and we have got a few things to discuss. There's actually a couple of things missing from this list, but basically we're going to be chatting about a few dates that come up in September, as always, and giving you a few heads up on a few things. Going to be sharing some really quick and easy breakfast and lunch ideas with you that you can literally grab your phone and take a picture of. Um, and it's going to be same as last time with the breakfast ideas. It's going to be basically dot to dot. You can connect most of these things up and make a pretty good meal out of them. I'm going to be talking to you about the food flow. We're going to look at what we need to do to set to set up for success for a good week ahead. Um, and we're going to be talking about if you hit a bump in the road, what it means and what we can do about it. And then it will be over to you guys for any questions or anything else that you need whatsoever. I will keep an eye on the chat. So as always, Drop me a message if you need anything whilst we go through. So, as always, notepads and pens if you haven't got one. Nice cup of tea or something as well. Treat yourself if you haven't got one. Whilst I go through the dates and things that are coming up for September, and then we're going to go into the momentum multiplier, as always. So, coming up this month, as always, Sundays are our check-in days. Fantastic. Everyone checked in brilliantly this week. Um, Mondays are your feedback days. And Mondays at 7.30pm, we are here on the open office for you guys. Any questions from your feedback, any troubleshooting that we need to have a really successful week ahead. Next, uh, it's not the Oh, it is this Thursday, it is this Thursday, isn't it? Yeah, Thursday the 15th, we are doing one of our two topic trainings for the month, and that is going to be winning with workload, which I've spoken to a lot of you about today in your checking feedback. So we are going to look at the mindset, and then we're going to look at lots of sort of tips and tricks and tactics and all these other things to help you with your workload. Now, like again, I said to a few of you today, if you have a colleague or a friend who is a teacher who you think could do some support with their workload or they've asked you about workload and, and what you're doing or whatever, um, feel free to bring them along. Send them the Zoom link. It's always this Zoom link that we use for these things. So you can send them the link that I gave you tonight. Um, I'm going to open it up to a few more people because it's just such an important topic. And sneakily, if we can impact not just your workload and how you manage your well-being and your workload, if we can impact the well-being and workload of the colleagues around you, and we're going to we're going to benefit you indirectly as well. Right. So this is kind of another way to support you, but also you're going to be helping out other other people, colleagues, friends, whatever. So if you feel like there's someone that could use this or if you would like to take the resources into school, if you want the slides, whatever, you know that you can take anything that we do together and implement it in your school or with your class or your colleagues, whatever. Please, please, please make use of these resources because not only is things changing at your school going to benefit you, it's also going to benefit other people, right? Next Monday, of course, with the Queen's passing, there is a bank holiday. Um, I'm 99.9% .9 sure. Please let me know if I got that wrong. But I'm pretty sure next bank next Monday, the 19th, is the bank holiday, which means um, Tuesday will be your feedback day. So there is a change next week. Please just correct me if I'm wrong on that one. I think that's what I heard. Um, and then finally, the last topic training of the month will be on Thursday, the 29th, to be confirmed, depending on what we are struggling with that week. OK, so those are some dates and things for your diary. Any questions on that, guys? Let me know. Did I get that day right? I'm pretty sure it's next Monday. Let me know on that one. So the momentum multiplier. I want everyone to jot these down for me in terms of you, your health, your well-being. What's gone well recently? 
what are you most proud of and what are you looking forward to we always do this at the start of an open office because it builds momentum right it gets us to look at the positives we know that neuroplasticity means that we can rewire the connections in the brain to look for the positives instead of what we are all biased towards which is looking for the negatives so it's a really really big part like i said on saturday it's a really really big part of making sure that we are spotting the positives we're looking at the gratitudes and all the other things so i'm going to pop a bit of music on for a couple of minutes grab yourself a notepad and pen i want to know what's gone well if you want to you can just do today so today uh, monday the 12th of september what's gone well what are you most proud of from today what are you looking forward to tomorrow or later in the week or if you want to you can just think about your journey recently all right okay i'm going to quickly pop a bit of music on a couple of minutes just let me know if you can hear this um, and we will get going on that one. Get that done for me, guys. Okay, brilliant. Yeah, bank holiday next Monday. Perfect. So what's gone well? What are you most proud of? And what are you looking forward to? Just scribble it down for me or think in your mind. Okay, awesome guys. So hopefully you've got a few things scribbled down and you're feeling pretty positive now. We've identified some wins from this week so far. Let me know in the chat, what have we got? What's gone well? What are you most proud of and what are you looking forward to? Pick one of the, those three questions and just chuck it in the chat for me so I should see eight messages coming through because there's eight people watching. What's gone well? What are you most proud of and what are you most looking forward to? I want to see eight messages coming through. Pop it in there, guys. So whilst you are popping those messages in, like I showed you last week, but lots of people weren't here, so I just want to kind of refrain uh, uh, refresh it for you some really really simple breakfasts now when we're thinking about breakfasts or lunches or dinners or any any main meal we're thinking about using that food flow right so we're thinking about protein first then our fruits and veggies then our carbs then our fats the reason being is that protein and fruits and veggies are the two things that we find the trickiest to fit in right carbs super super simple in a western diet are we we have a well most people have a high high carb diet right and fats as well often come as a sort of byproduct of that right because it's it's what we have on our toast like peanut butter or it's you know um what we have with our salad it's the avocado or it's what we cook in so it's the oil or it's what we sprinkle on top so it's the chia seeds or it's you know the butter or the dairy you know we get fats in those ways nuts and and things like that right so carbs again we have a very heavy carb diet which you know there's nothing necessarily wrong with that but not many people feel great 
from tons of carbs each day. Most people feel quite bloated, lots of digestive issues. People feel a little bit lethargic, energy levels sort of peak and trough quite a lot. Whereas we know with a high protein diet, it's great for filling you up because protein fills you up for longer than um, carbs and fats, digest slightly differently. We know that it's great for stabilizing blood sugar, great for hair, skin, nails, muscle repair. Every single cell of our body is made up from little blocks of protein. Um, and so a high protein diet does really, really well with pretty much everyone. There are very, very few people who don't do well with increasing their protein. In addition to this, the UK GDA is something like 50 to 60 grams per person, which is extremely low, right? Extremely, extremely low. Whereas for most of us here, just looking, we are probably between 100 to 150 grams, depending on the person and their goals and activity levels and stuff. So we, we, typically have a much higher protein diet because of all the benefits most people around us have a very low protein diet so we start with the protein fruits and veggies because you know getting your five a day in is extremely important vitamins minerals filling you up fiber if in lots of these cases all these sorts of things carbs are super simple and then fats to polish it off so that's why we have the food flow so grab a picture of that because it's really really simple and you can literally do a dot to dot with most of these combinations to create a breakfast pretty simply right you could have some protein powder with some berries oats almond milk a little bit of peanut butter stick it in a blender you get a smoothie right like we said last week or you could have um yogurt with berries and banana and some chia seeds on top or bacon with some tomatoes and spinach slice of bread and um some avocado or so you know something like that so we can pretty much do a dot to dot we saw this one last week today i want to show you this one so if you're ever in a pinch for lunches you can pretty almost select something from each column and you can pretty much guarantee that it's going to make a, a fairly decent meal in most cases whilst you take a picture of that i'm just going to run you through a couple of things some of the positives that we've got um so to do, 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 do meal prep and planning is going well step count is going really well looking forward to going out for a walk tomorrow at lunchtime for more than well-being than the steps excellent that's really really positive having breakfast prepared this morning lunch having my outfit sorted oh rachel you're a step ahead of my, of my slide in a couple of couple of slides time um meant that i left on time for work so you had everything ready awesome looking forward to taking back control leaving school at a reasonable time making choices for me 2.0 oh love it um proud of calorie counting to my best ability looking forward to gaining more energy due to weight loss and walking that little bit quicker as a result as well excellent proud of doing my first progress photos excellent up in my movement there's, there's so many up in my movement proud of taking control of my food intake looking forward to seeing my progress and feeling good proud of getting my exercise in before school as I have a better day and a much more productive also um it's done so when I'm too tired at night it's not a problem yeah absolutely fantastic awesome so in terms of what we can see here you know there are so many different combinations that you like I said you can pretty much mix and match but sometimes you're in that place where you just really can't be bothered or you just haven't got the brain space to plan out you know some big gourmet elaborate lunches you just need some really quick and easy things right so not many people are but if you're a fan of cottage cheese you can have cottage cheese with some carrot and, and um, cucumber sticks or you know carrots and tomatoes and um, you could have with that some crackers or you know a bit of toast or something like that to sort of dip in the cottage cheese again i know not, not many people are a fan of that um, or you could have some hummus alongside it have some um coleslaw or some avocado so you can see how you can just link these up right 
same same thing tuna pasta with some salad and some coleslaw on the side or a bit of mayo right and of course you have sweet corn in here as well if you are really really in a pinch there's nothing wrong with frozen veg lots of people think that fresh veg is better not necessarily most of the time frozen veg is actually fresher than fresh veg because frozen veg is, is frozen pretty quickly after the picking process also it's cheaper in most cases it comes in often like little steam bags really handy so you can whack them in the microwave at work if you have a choice between eating no fruit and veg or eating frozen fruit and veg definitely go for the frozen right frozen berries and um, frozen fish you know even things like chicken fillets yes they're going to shrink to about half the size because they're pumped up with water but and they're not going to taste quite as good but if you know if you're in a pinch for time or whatever there's nothing wrong with frozen frozen gets a real bad rap nutritionally it's like i said often actually better than fresh in, in a lot of cases so grab a picture of that one guys because lots of you asked for sort of how do I kind of create these really easy, quick, simple lunches without sort of thinking about it? Use the food flow. There's a few things. And as always, a bit of a quote, because I love a quote. When you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. Now, I spoke to a few of you today about perspective on things and gave you the idea that everything is neutral. So the way that um, your uh, partner looked at you when you said something, the way that... Um, someone responded to a comment you made the thing that that child did in class and the fact that you're um you forgot your lunch today the fact that you missed your alarm all of these things are things that are negativity bias and our perspective on is normally to just you know think of them as negative right it's to give them negative connotations oh that's an inconvenience to me oh and we we make it about ourselves first and foremost and we almost always make it a negative I want you to now imagine that everything in life is neutral. The conversations you have, the you know the the way that you you know things go go wrong in your day or things happen in your day, everything's neutral. It is up to you to decide how you're going to respond to those things. Remember that um, Viktor Frankl quote: um, "Between stimulus and response, there is a space, and in that space is our oh sorry, in that gap is our space." to choose right to make a decision about how we're going to respond it's our choice of response and in that choice of response lies our freedom so you get to choose how you respond to something yes your partner might have said something yes they might have forgot to put the bins out or they might have forgot to say something or do something yes you might forget your lunch is it the end of the world probably not and our instant reaction is to really hone in on it and really let that negativity seep from it really things you know things aren't going to matter for very long really when you think about it if it's not going to matter in five weeks time don't give it more than five seconds of your thought right because dwelling on things typically isn't going to make them better so try and change your perspective take yourself out of the equation why did that person say that thing is it about me or are they having a really crappy day right why did my partner or child or whatever forget to do that thing right is it that they were just trying to spite me or was it actually that they just have so much going on or maybe i need to give them help or maybe i need to check in and ask if they're doing okay so when you change the way you look at things when you take you out of the situation the situation itself is going to change we give everything the meaning everything comes neutral we give it the meaning and we can choose what meaning to give it and this can benefit you in loads and loads of different ways 
Um, yeah, Jill, frozen fruit in smoothies is good as you don't need ice. Absolutely. Comes out much better, doesn't it? Comes out like a proper milkshake and you have like frozen banana or frozen berries. Absolutely. And that's what I've started doing. If bananas are going off, whack them in a freezer bag, stick them in the freezer. There's, there's your ice and your another piece of fruit for your smoothie. So something that we talk about a lot that we haven't kind of touched on in a little while um, with some of the people who are here tonight is that spectrum mindset. And it's kind of leading on to what I said about changing your perspective on things. When it comes to your, to pretty much everything, but particularly with your health, we are not great normally at pigeonholing stuff because the human brain likes things to be categorized and organized. It likes to give connotation. It likes to give meaning to things so that we feel safe because everything's in its place. Unfortunately, life is messy and it doesn't normally happen like that. So let's take food as an example. If I had a big bowl of oats, I think I used this example last week. If I had a big bowl of oats and I had some raisins on top, <clears throat> And a bit, a bit of syrup on top. A lot of people would say, well, you've got some carbohydrates. Uh, maybe I'll put some fruit in there. You've got some, got some maybe five a day. Um, and you've got a little bit of protein with, with the milk and, and oats are kind of, you know, fairly high protein as well, actually, for a carbohydrate source. So you've got a fairly balanced meal there, quite a high carb meal, but it's pretty healthy. A lot of people would say that's a healthy breakfast. It is towards the more optimal side. If you took those same ingredients and you made it into a flapjack and you sold it with cost in Costa and it was... 450 calories and you have it with your coffee lots of people go oh I had that bit of cake or I had that flapjack in Costa what have I done my day is ruined I ate that bad food blow off the day I'll start again Monday let's get a takeaway tonight do a bottle of wine maybe the same tomorrow I'll start again Monday right there is very different a very little difference between that bowl of oats and that flapjack nutritionally but the connotation we give things is that that's a good food or a bad food, right? In truth, there is no such thing as a good food or a bad food. It doesn't exist. Food doesn't have morals. It has calories, and those calories come from carbs, proteins, and fats. It has some vitamins, minerals, has some fiber, you know, has different nutrients. No such thing as a good food or a bad food. It all depends on the context. If I was to have a McDonald's once a month, absolutely fine. If I was having McDonald's every other day, probably not going to be great for my health. I'm not going to feel great after that, right? Digestion's going to be a bit iffy. Energy's going to be a bit bad. Skin's going to be a bit greasy. You know, my bank balance isn't going to be great if I'm always getting takeaways and stuff. So you can see how that would be less optimal in, in that context, right? Every decision that you make goes somewhere on this scale from less optimal to more optimal for the person that you are trying to become. And, you know, obviously we want to cast more optimal vote, more, more optimal votes than we do less optimal. That goes without saying. But I want you to imagine that you've got all of these spectrums layered up and you're all probably a bit sick of me saying this because I've said it so many times to a lot of you. But you've got your physical health on one spectrum. You've got your mental health, your emotional health, social health, financial health, spiritual health, environmental health. You've got all these different spectrums. Right. And if you were to have a takeaway on a Friday night, is that less or more optimal in terms of your physical health, probably you could argue a little bit less optimal, very high salt, very high calorie, quite highly processed, you know, maybe not the best, you know, you probably feel a bit groggy, a bit, you know, digestively not, be not your best afterwards, probably less optimal, right? But how about your social health, if you enjoy it with friends, or your emotional, your mental health, if you've had a really tough week, and you can start to see that not everything is well, nothing is good and bad. And actually, depending on what lens you're looking through, something might be less optimal in one area, but more optimal in another. And I just want you to think that you need to find the average of where these arrows end up on these different scales. 
because a takeaway once a month isn't something to you know throw the baby out with bath water just because you, you you've had a had a curry right you're not going to just give up because you've had a curry the damage that the damage sort of thing that is done is actually usually after so if someone goes out and has a few too many drinks right they then get a takeaway on the way home they then get a mcdonald's in bed the next day they then don't do any movement do you see what i mean all these things add up ha that happen after the event same as when you feel like you've had half a bag of maltesers you feel like you've ruined all your progress you've actually probably eaten like what like 300 extra calories divide that by seven I'm not going to try and do maths because i haven't been in year six for a while but it's not many calories when you average it out of the week it's not that that impacts us. It's us going, oh, that's a really bad thing to do. I'm a bad person. I can't do this. Then we throw the baby out of the bathwater and we go less optimal in almost every single area, including our mental health. Instead of that, just remember that if, you, if your day starts off less optimal or if a day ends less optimal, you the next day can cast more optimal votes. If you do choose to have a takeaway, know that it is just calories, carbs, proteins, and fats. There is nothing good or bad about any of those things. It's about your whole lifestyle um, as a balance. So the next morning, you probably might not really fancy breakfast because you're quite stuffed. You might choose to go out for a longer walk. You might have a couple of glasses extra of water because of you know the dehydration from the very salty food. You might then have quite a light lunch, and then you might have a small dinner because you are moving that needle towards more optimal. Please, please, please don't fall into the trap of thinking there is such a good thing, uh, such a thing as good food or bad food. It doesn't exist. And on that note, whilst I'm in a bit of a rant, you cannot be good or be being bad. There is no wagon. You cannot be on the wagon or off the wagon. There is no track. You're not on track or off track. You are much more like, I've said this to loads of you, you're much more like a plane in the sky or a ship in the ocean. You, there's a rough course that we need to follow, but there is no fixed track. Because when a train comes off the track, it's a disaster. When a plane knows that the wind is blowing it a certain way or however planes work and they know they have to avoid a storm and they go off course, they know they have to course correct, do a few calculations, course correct, be patient, move the nose of the plane you know, one degree and they're going to end up back where they need to go. The same is true for you with your health. There is no, you know, your, your day doesn't, your week doesn't just start on Monday. There is no wait till Monday. Days are made up, right? We've just got this constant of time. So starting again tomorrow morning or starting again Monday doesn't make any sense because it's all just one continuous time, right? There's no need to give up on a certain point because you feel you've been bad. There is no such thing as being good and being bad. Please, please, please remember that because it's going to give you back freedom to enjoy the food you want to enjoy. It's going to completely change your relationship with food. You can have a takeaway a week. You can have half a bottle of wine. You can have a couple of beers. But in the context of your whole life, it is going to be completely, completely absorbed into the average and you can still be healthy. Please don't let anyone tell you differently. Right. Moving on then. Do we have any questions from that? Or has anyone got any comments, any experiences with that? Any, anyone found that useful for them in the past? I know we've got some people here who have been with us in the team for quite a while. Anyone use that? Anyone seen any mindset shifts with that kind of stuff recently? Whilst you pop that in, I'm going to talk to you about what you can do over the weekend to make sure that you have the most successful week possible um, during the week. So when it comes to Saturday and Sunday, you have typically, for most people, a lot more time to do these kinds of things than you do Monday to Friday. So I would implore you to make the most of the time at the weekend so that you can get time back in the week. Because we know what teacher life is like, school life is like during the week. It is full on. There isn't a second to breathe most weeks. We cannot expect 
to be able to be to be successful with these changes and stick to these things if we are leaving it up to chance and saying I'll sort that when I'm home midweek most of the time that's not going to be possible so use the weekends to there's a really good quote actually recently use the weekends to build the life you want rather than to escape the life you have so use the weekends really, really productively to set yourself up for success. I'm not saying all weekend, I'm talking like an hour a weekend, right? But use that time productively to set yourself up to have a really successful week. So what can you do? You can spend some time over the weekend, get a, a weekly template. First and foremost, plotting your time first. Before you think, and, and this is going to be completely flipping it on its head for a lot of people here. Before you think about anybody else, think about yourself. Now, loads of people who are going to think, oh, that's selfish. I can't do that. It is not selfish. It is self first. You need to put yourself first before you can do anything for anyone else. We've all been there when we're reaching burnout at the end of a half term because we've done nothing for ourselves. and We've just given and given and given. People will only receive if you're actually giving something. Giving your time when you are absolutely knackered you're not looking after yourself, you, your mental health isn't great, you are zapped of energy, it's like giving an empty box for a Christmas present. You're giving something, but that person isn't receiving anything of any value. You're giving them empty time. It's the same as if I stayed up until 11 o'clock answering your messages. I would rather stop work at a decent time and get back to you first thing in the morning when I can actually give you a decent, coherent answer rather than getting back to you a bit sooner and it being complete tosh, right? There's no point in that. I'll be giving you an empty box. We don't want to do that. If we're going to give something to someone, we might as well give them our best, right? So plan for you, then for home, then for school. Notice how school doesn't, doesn't come anywhere near the beginning because if we don't look after you, and I know the head teachers here will agree because it's just reality. I realized this when I left the profession. If you don't look after you, you will burn out. You will have to have time off or something. You as a person are irreplaceable and no one can bring what you can to the classroom, but they will put another body in your place. That is the cold, half, hard truth of it, right? You are passionate, you care. This is something that's very important to you. But if you weren't there, they're not going to leave the children to fend for themselves and go feral. They will put someone else in that room. That person is never going to be you. They can't bring the things that you bring, but that you will be replaced, right? It's horrible to hear, but you are in a way replaceable. As, as a body in the room. If you don't look after yourself, no one else is going to do it for you. So please, please, please plan time for you first. No one else will do it. School is going to take whatever you allow it to take. Whatever you offer, school is going to take. We know that. It's like a bottomless pit. So you need to put you first. Has to happen that way. Just has to. So in terms of what you can do after you've planned out, you've scheduled your week for you, you put your morning walks in or whatever, you've put your pre uh, prep time for your cooking, you've put in your workouts if you're doing that right now. After that, you can look at your morning routines, and your evening routines. So I want to be off my phone an hour before I go to sleep. You know, I want to have my emails turned off of the evening. I don't want to do any work after 7 p.m. or 8 p.m. Have really strict boundaries with it. And I know lots of you are like, well, I can't do that because this person will think that I'm lazy or this person will think that I'm not getting back to them. It doesn't matter. That person's not looking after you, right? That person has got, is, is irrelevant. You need to look after yourself first. Yeah, I know this is, this is a lot of you are going, well, you know, yeah, that's all, that's all good in, you know, in theory, easier said than done. Yes, it is easier said than done. But at the end of the day, it still remains the same. If you don't do it, no one's going to do it for you. 
right? Then we can go to meal planning. You can use that five minute meal planner document. You can use all the recipe books that are in your um, resource room, in your client hub. And then you can use that food flow to make that easier. You can also send any of your meal plans to me, ask me to check them. I can go through them. I can look for the key things, protein, fruits and veggies, fiber. Is it filling? Are you eating enough? All that kind of stuff. And I can go through those basics with you. If you have a partner or family or someone that you need to set expectations with, or set an agenda for the week, have those conversations before the week kicks off. It doesn't need to be a sit down formal meeting, but if you're out on a walk or you're in the car to say, right, cool, Tuesday, I'm leaving school early because I want to go to the gym. And Thursday, I'm leaving school early because I want to go to the gym. Wednesday, I've got an SLT meeting, whatever it is, tell the people around you so they know where they stand. Because remember, everyone else has got their own things going on. Set your expectations and set your boundaries. And in, whilst, whilst we're on the topic of boundaries, just really, really quickly, we are in a really good place right now. Start of week two. If you want to change the boundaries that you had in place last week with people contacting you, WhatsApp groups, email, anything like that, you need to set those boundaries right now. You need to mute conversations, leave groups if you need to, take your emails off your phone, mute everything if you want your time. Because again, if you allow work and school and colleagues if, you, if they even have a sniff that they can take your time, they will take it and they will overstep the boundaries again and again and again. You need to tell them where those boundaries lie because otherwise they won't know. You think that they can see it, but to them, it's just an invisible line because last year they could message you and you got back at half 10 at night about tomorrow's, I don't know, arrangements for wet play or you know whatever on earth it is. You need to set those boundaries because again, no one else will. If you do have time, something like prepping some meals would be great, be a really good use of your time over the weekend, breakfast, lunches, things like that. Batch cooking, even better. I would always recommend, um, however many people are in the house, you always have that many portions of something in the freezer. Things that are really good for this are curries, chilies, spag bowls. You've heard me talk about these things before. Soups, anything in a sauce, basically. If you can have those frozen, the worst thing, you know, although your car breaks down, someone breaks an arm at school, whatever it is, you can then come home and you've got at least a backup of something you can stick in the microwave or stick in the oven or stick in the pot for 20 minutes whilst you go and sort something else out and you've got dinner made. Batch cooking, freezer meals should be your absolute backup. And if you, know, if you don't want to do that, Tesco, Sainsbury's, all of them do really good ready meals now. And again, a ready meal is something that gets a really bad rap. When you look at the ingredients nowadays, you get loads of really actually pretty decent ones that are pretty much the same as you cook them at home with minimal additional ingredients, quite high protein, quite balanced meals. So you might want to go buy some of those and just whack those in the freezer just for those emergency times. You, if you really want to go for it, you could pack your bags, you can put your shoes in your, your trainers in your car, put your gym bag in your car, put a water bottle in there, put some snacks in there, get everything packed and prepared. And that's going to make everything much 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 easier as the week starts off and then again ask any questions of people around you and ask any questions of me so before ideally before friday if you've got any questions about the following week send them through to me so that i can help you with them before the weekend all right so just a few things that i would really really recommend you doing over the weekend if you'd like to set yourself up for success as much as humanly possible right um are we going to go through that Let's leave it there. We'll come back to that one and we'll come back to that one next time because I've gone on a little bit too long there. Does anyone have any questions or anything else to say? And um, whilst I just, I've got a comment to read out. Anything at all, guys, just share it with me, please. 
Um, I had a pizza on date night on Saturday at a local Italian. Normally I'd have had a starter and chips on the side. This time I just had the pizza and gave a slice away. Sunday I went for a really brisk walk with my friends and was able to make more optimal choices. The old me would have just fallen off the wagon. Oh, I love that. That's brilliant. That's really, really great. You, you think what sort of situations you've avoided by changing that mindset and how much more enjoyable life is. Because for a lot of people, they would sort of really over-restrict themselves for two months see a load of you know progress or what they think is progress and then they spend two months undoing that work but that's not going to happen because you are allowing yourself to enjoy your food you're not overindulging you're not over restricting on the other side of things and you've got a really balanced approach you could do that week in week out and still see results it's amazing it's really really brilliant does anyone have any questions guys sorry i feel like i've gone on a bit of a bit of a rant tonight with some of some of that stuff any questions please chuck them in anything um, from your your check-in feedback please please let me know if i open whatsapp now i shouldn't have any questions from anyone who is here because you should have asked me tonight in this call unless of course if it's private don't ask me here if you don't want to obviously completely understand that but any general questions please pop them in and i'll get to them whilst i just wait for a couple through i will just chuck this on the screen if you are struggling if there has been a bump just remember that you're going to have that negativity bias that is looking out for all the things that have gone wrong so for example if you had overindulged your negativity bias is going to re remind you of all the things that are wrong with that and why that's terrible and it's going to try and put you on that on track off the track mindset instead of that spectrum mindset then your confirmation bias is going to kick in and show you all the evidence of all the times you've done this before and then you're going to feel really really rubbish about yourself just remember that those things are mental biases and we need to fight against those. We need to look for the positives of this week. We can't guilt ourselves into growth and we've got that teach tendency to be really, really critical of ourselves, to beat ourselves up. We tend to overanalyze ourselves. We try to compare ourselves unfairly, comparing apples and oranges. You know, we, we are very, very harsh on ourselves. We might employ that black and white mindset, which is the opposite to the spectrum mindset. And um, and a really, really important thing to remember is that, like I said earlier, that damage limitation, we do more damage after the fact, after the event, than we do from the actual event. Like in the example I gave earlier of someone drinking too much, really important to remember that you are the average of your week, the average of your fortnight, the average of your month. You are not the sum of your actions. Okay. If you go and do something tonight, that is not going to dictate whether you are a healthy or an unhealthy person, a happy or an unhappy person. Okay. It's not going to happen. You are the sum of what you, you are the average of what you do. You are not the sum of one small time. And if you are having three meals a day, that one takeaway you have on Friday is 5% of your week. Now, this isn't saying, well, I can go and have 10 takeaways because then I'm still 50%. That's not what I'm saying. But just know that you can have flexibility within your week, actually live your life and still see results. Will it be as amazing quick rapid results as if you locked yourself in a room and just ate you know lettuce leaves and and chicken broccoli and rice or something no probably not but also who wants to live like that definitely not me i've done it i was miserable it was horrendous i would rather go and live my life have a beer if i want to go and have a beer have a take if i want to have a takeaway but still actually yeah we do have to sacrifice something at some point but i don't want to sacrifice that okay i'd rather sacrifice an extra half an hour a day to go for an extra walk that would be my sacrifice. So yes, something will have to change because you can't change nothing and expect something to change, but you need to decide what that is for you. It needs to be your personal choice. Um, came home starving last Friday. Um, it was my partner's turn to cook. 
had a slice of bread and Vegemite and didn't have a meltdown because I was able to adjust my calories and my mindset. Excellent. Love it. Perfect. Perfect example. I do really well at planning meals, prepping on Sunday, but I do need to keep in mind you first, then home, then school. Yeah. Yeah. And it's really, really difficult. Just remember, if I've said something today and you've got, <laughs> yeah, uh, it's easy for you to say. Trust me, it's not easy for me to say because I still battle with some of these things now. It doesn't matter that I've left teaching. Some of these things now are still very difficult for me. But it's not about being perfect. It's not being able to do all this stuff and get it right. It's about the fact that you're actually trying to change it. And just remember that you have probably had these habits, had these thought patterns, so literal connections in the brain. You've had these things, right? For you've had these things for years and years and years and years. You are not going to undo an on the wagon, off the wagon mindset in a couple of weeks if you've had it for 20 years. It's not going to happen. If something takes 20 years to create, it's not going to, it's not necessarily going to take 20 years to undo, but it's going to take longer than a few months. You need to bear that in mind. And everyone here is on a journey that is going to span the rest of their life. You're not just here till the end of our time together. We are setting you up with habits, belief systems, values, and a new identity that is going to last you absolutely forever. And so we need to have that mindset. Okay. So if you've listened to something tonight and you've gone, oh yeah, you know, easy, easier said than done. Yes, it is. But you've got two choices. Are you going to go down that future A that most of us have spoken about? Or are you going to choose that future B? Are you going to go with old you? Or are you going to go with U2.0? That's your only choice, really. When you really, really think about it, every decision is a fork in the road. Am I going backwards? Or am I going to be making progress and going forwards? Every single decision. So that's what you need to ask yourself. Anyway, I'm going to stop because I'm going to I'm going to keep ranting. I'm going to keep going. If you're listening um, on the podcast or you're watching this on playback, thank you very much for joining us tonight. And I will catch you very, very soon.